The heart of every man craves a great adventure, but life doesn't usually feel that way. Jesus speaks of narrow gates and wide roads, but the masculine journey is filled with many twists and turns. So how do we keep from losing heart while trying to find the good way when life feels more like a losing battle than something worth dying for? Grab your gear and come on a quest with your band of brothers who will serve as the guides in what we call the masculine journey. The masculine journey starts here now. Welcome to Masculine Journey. We are glad you're with us today, and I'm just glad to be sitting here without being, well, I can't say out of gas, that sounds bad on the radio, but <laughs> not being stuck on the side of the road, ran my car out of gas, like uh, last week. So, a little bit more comfortable sitting here instead of the 85 degree weather. <laughs> Nothing like running out of gas. Yeah, yeah, That's well, a- most men I know that doesn't happen. <laughs> I'm just saying. It's a Christian car guy moment. <laughs> <laughs> well, last week uh, in studio today we have Sean. Hey, Sean. Hey, how you doing? Sean. Uh, Sean and I worked together. He was at the last mm-hmm. boot camp, so we may ask you a little bit about that. Okay. Robbie, hello, Robbie. Yeah, we got Jim, and we got Jim. We got a pair of Jims. One of them says he sounds like a duck tonight, so he's not going to talk. It's not just tonight. <laughs> <laughs> and then Eli, if he decides to get on, and uh, we're going to be talking he's about the- down in the mouth. <laughs> <laughs> Just saying. <laughs> but, um, um, we, um, last week we were talking about a topic, Robbie, if you could help kind of set up where we were going last week so we can kind of continue that conversation. Yeah, it kind of came out of the theme of a beautiful outlaw, how you know, a lot of people see God as this big, mighty smoter in the sky. <laughs> Smiter of the smite. <laughs> yeah, man. And uh, there's no doubt that there's a place for reverence, and don't get me wrong, but there's also a place for play. And, and what does that look like in our lives as we actually become friends with God and sometimes he begins to play with you and you, and you find yourself essentially the butt of one of his jokes? Yeah, you know, but it's, it's not a painful one. <laughs> you know, that's, that's a good thing. It's not typically a painful one. It's a teaching moment or just something that just makes you just out and out laugh. Now, growing up, now I'm not quite as old as some of you guys, um, but growing up, the first movie that I remember that had God in it was actually the movie we're going to play a clip from, which is Oh God with George Burns. And so that was the first time I remember God having a character in a movie other than, you know, Burning Bush on the yeah, yeah. You know, type thing. And so, Robbie, why don't you go ahead and set up a little bit on this clip so we can listen to it. Yeah, it's it's an interesting thing. God is transitioned in hollywood over the last three decades that most of the time now you'll find him is is a pretty funny character and in this particular case is george burns he is visiting john denver not bob he's not yeah. visiting gilligan he's, he's visiting john denver rocky mountain high uh, yeah john denver. and and he's visiting him on an am radio inside of a 1976 pacer now not, i know not people a lot of people would know that but i know it and it's amazing to me that God would show up in a pacer like he does. But in order to enjoy the clip completely, you might note that there's a motorcycle, and you can hear that in the background. And at the end of the clip, this guy in this motorcycle is looking over at Bob Denver like, you are losing your mind. John We're, Denver. Uh, John. Not Gilligan. <laughs> and the good news is, God bails him out in a funny way. He does. Jerry, you want me to talk louder? Oh, God. I thought you didn't believe in me. Uh, That's just an expression. I'm more than that, and I want you to spread the word. Me? 
Spread what word? That I am. I exist. That we've spoken. You want me to tell people that I've spoken with God? Yes. They'll put me away. I'm tired of all the talk that I may be dead or that I never was at all. Or that God was just particles of cosmos. Gas. I'm not gas. I found that very insulting. Do you actually expect people to, to believe? That's, that's your job. But I, I'm just a man. I, 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 I'm no Moses. What was Moses? You think Moses was born on page one? Moses was just a messenger. My messenger. Well, look, God, if, uh, if, if, if I tell people that, that, that I'm a name, that I spoke with God, that... And now an oldie but a goodie, Jerry Gray and String of Pearls. <laughs> Oh, that's funny. Now, I would, you were an AMC guy. I was just going to say, if you've ever you know, ridden in a pacer for long, you probably were praying. <laughs> <laughs> that's funny. I like that. Yeah, it's a little fishbowl. It was. Yeah, if you, have a, if you don't know what it is, go on YouTube, and or not YouTube, go on Google and Google it, and uh, you'll get a laugh. It was a very funny car back in its day. But Robbie, you, you picked that clip, and so what was it about that clip that really kind of spoke to you on it? Well... This concept of playing is, is, and anybody that knows me knows I, I love to laugh, and the sense of God playing like that and, and realizing that sometimes he shows up in, in really strange times and places and has strange requests, and, and, it's, and it's like that. And you can find yourself um, just laughing at, wow, how did I get here? How did this happen? Now, Jim, you, you're right. Jim, you talked about a point about God having a sense of humor when we were before the show. And what was your, your point that you're making about God having a sense of humor? Well, when I was young, I had God in a fairly small box. You know, God is love. And I was trying to date a Southern Baptist girl in a very conservative church, and the only places I could date her were at school or at church. So I went to church with her, and I heard the pastor doing the hellfire and damnation and he was telling what i considered little kids i was 16 they were 10 or 11 or 12 now you may be going to hell your or your parents may be going to hell your brother and sister may be going to hell but you have to decide right now you're not and i got furious and i walked out of the church and i literally swore to god i would never step foot in another southern baptist church about 35 years after that, uh, I was ordained as a Southern Baptist minister. <laughs> so don't tell God what you're not going to do, because he'll figure out a way to, in a fun way, make it happen. Yeah, Sean, I, thank you, Jim. It's funny how God makes us eat our words sometimes, especially when we say never or always or things like that. Now, Sean, I know you spend a fair amount of time around guys at work, mm -hmm. either at work or on the weekend when you're, um, you're in, what, what are you in? Uh, uh, National Guard. Or National Guard, mm -hmm. that's right. In the National Guard, would you say that guys tend to have a sense of humor? I would say so. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I would say their own type of sense of humor, yeah. Yeah, well, I'd say on a construction site, it's, it's one oh, type yeah. of sense of humor, and then also, mm -hmm. I'm sure, in the service, it's uh, uh, another sense of humor. And I uh, want to just... Say something if you're okay with it, yeah. Sean. Sean's going to be going to uh, Cuba 
in December. He's going to be deployed to Cuba. And so if you need something to pray about coming up, you know, at Christmas time, pray for, for Sean. He'll be there a year almost, mm-hmm. right? So he'll be deployed a year. But thank you. I know you did a, a tour already mm-hmm. uh, before. But that playfulness, what is it, um, Sean, in your opinion, that changes in guys when they get to do something together in a playful way, playing a game or uh, being on a team? You know, what kind of changes that dynamic of that relationship? It brings you extremely closer and extremely strong with each other. Um, I mean, especially overseas, it was, and and if you've ever been overseas, uh, you, you would know something of the sort. Um, y- you find a strength with somebody that you would have never thought you would have been with. Um, you find a brotherhood with somebody that you would have never even thought would have been the one that you could play around with and joke around with and and years later talk about, hey, you remember when you did this and mm-hmm. you remember when we did that? Yeah, that was probably stupid, but we, we did it anyways. <laughs> um, and you find a lot of, of humor and and then with that, you find a lot of grace in that because you think, well, we did that. We probably shouldn't have, but thank God <laughs> that he was there with us laughing at us and saying, uh, I'm going to show you later on why you shouldn't have done that. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, go ahead. Oh, no, it, it brings that camaraderie together. So why do you think God likes to have a sense of humor with us, Robbie? If it, if he knows it brings guys together, would it bring us closer to him? Well, you know, that's the, the idea of being friends with God is, is that, you know, wow, he, he put that there. So, you know, and the perfect example was last week was National Day of Prayer. And I was scheduled to pray at Jim's church at the bridge. And uh, so I start praying. <laughs> now, realize this is the Christian car guy, and he's praying <clears throat> while he's driving. And he had your eyes open, right? <laughs> and, and it was very similar to the Bruce Almighty clip we used a few weeks ago, you know, where I was like, God, what do I pray about? You know, because all I could think about was Miss America prayers <laughs> world peace and this you know <laughs> what do you care about robbie what do you really care about was what the holy spirit was saying. okay well what i really care about is that i really care about grace and i want i just want people to know what it means to be your favorite and i'm and i'm going to this place and i'm really just going wild with him and talking about grace and about this time these three cars pull over behind me and they're obviously in a big hurry they're the one right behind me is flashing his lights the third one behind me is honking his horn and of course, I'm going the speed limit. You know. Oh yeah, you got to. <laughs> <laughs> At least that's what you tell us. No, he does. He does. And, uh, I don't. <laughs> and I am, and the road rage is is beginning to rage, and I'm like, what in the world? And of course, you know, I'm still praying, but I'm losing it, you know. And God apparently is paying attention to all this. Well, I pull over and let these two guys go by, and I turn at the light and another car comes up and same exact thing this guy's honking his horn flashes his light i was like man what is this some kind of butthead convention or something <laughs> <laughs> and i i realized all of a sudden as i came about another quarter mile that it was like five minutes to seven and these people were all late for work oh and immediately i just saw what god had you know you want grace robbie <laughs> <laughs> Here's some opportunities. He knew how angry I was. You know, I mean, it was like, okay, you get it? You get it? You know, here's your struggle. And and yet it was just hilarious. Cause, and I laughed all the way to Moxville. Jim, 
tell me uh, about another time, if you can think of one, when God kind of had that playful spirit with you or kind of was almost joking in a way. There are bunches, and one of the ones that came to mind that I don't think I've told this story before, but going to Alaska. And my wife had said, you know, I'm never leaving the Carolinas if you have to go somewhere else by sort of attitude. And uh, we were on a, and more of this story. That's right. Yeah, it's going to keep him wanting to know what happened to Jim going to Alaska and what happened to the bear up there and everything else when Jim got there. So when we come back, we're going to be talking about this playfulness that God has. And you can hear it with us. But if you want to experience really cool playfulness with God, we have a boot camp coming up, Robbie. That's November 6th through 9th. It's the 9th through the 11th. Oh, 9th through the 12th. So go register at MasculineJourneyRadio.org. Hi, this is Sam with Masculine Journey. I'm here with my son, Eli. We're going to talk about ways that you can help support the ministry. One way you can go to smile.amazon.com. There's information on our website there on how to do that. Then you can go to Facebook.com, where you can click the Donate button, or you can go to MasculineJourneyRadio.org. Once again, look for the Donate button. Or if you want to mail something in, mail it to P.O. Box 550, Kernersville, North Carolina, 27285. Sam, this November boot camp could literally change a lot of men's life. I talk to a lot of men, they're saying... They say they don't know what their place is in the grand scheme of things. They don't know how to behave as Christian men. God designed us for freedom, and it's coming up at this boot camp. It is. Go to MasculineJourneyRadio.org to register now. Just $169 early bird pricing for four amazing days. Go to MasculineJourneyRadio.org. Register now. Wow, no one sang. I thought somebody would definitely sing that. Dennis was here. We'd have to pull him away from the mic. It took all I could not to. Yeah. Well, that's a playful song. That's the point. You even know who that was, Sean? (laughs) The Beach Boys. Some boys. The Beach Boys. Some boys. That was another group, I'm sure. They were boys. But, Jim, when you left us, you were talking about Alaska, so we got to figure out what happened. We went on a cruise there, and as soon as I got there, I said, you know, this is home this is heaven on earth and uh we were in skagway in a little presbyterian church which was open nobody was there but uh carol and i went in and we're looking at the hymnals and suddenly carolyn starts crying and i'd already decided you know god wants us here and i wasn't sure that was god i thought it was me because i wanted to be there but carolyn started crying i said what's wrong i said God wants us to come to Alaska. And I just started breaking out laughing because he works in, in ways like that that do strike us as humorous. One of the, uh, do I get to keep talking? Uh, one thing that I discussed with somebody this week that has happened to me so many times, and maybe the rest of you have experienced it, but I'll have so many things go wrong. And it gets frustrating and you get upset. And then finally, that last thing goes wrong, and you kind of say, God, really? You know, and it, mm-hmm. it becomes funny and takes all of the burden of that away. 
It, it's funny how you, you said that. I I have the lack of patience. I know that everybody in here, but Eli probably can't hardly believe that. <laughs> but I have a, a real lack of patience. Thank you for not commenting, Robbie. <laughs> um, <laughs> that was discretion. That was good. Yeah. They, But I was on my way here, and I, I stopped by the house to, to let the dog out and was trying to find the treats for the dog. And I'm looking. You know, we got these wire shelves, and I'm looking and looking and looking. It's a huge box. I'm like, are you kidding me? How am I not seeing this? You know, the more frustrated I got, the harder I looked. And then I saw it and I realized, okay, God, you're just helping me work on this frustration. It was literally right in front of me. I was looking to one side, looking to the other. I felt like a horse, you know, kind of had the blinders on and couldn't see it. You got a big nose. Yeah. I do have a big nose. So, you know, maybe that was part of it. But we're, we're, for me, that was just humorous because I, I need to have more patience. And it's always with little things like that, typically. Mm-hmm is where it really gets me. It's not some of the big things that may happen at work or happen in life. Those happen, and you say, well, that's life. It's just all those little inconveniences that drive me nuts. And so God continually finds opportunities to help me <laughs> try to get better at that. Yes, Jim? I can't stand not bringing this up because it's funny. You're talking about your long nose and yeah. being patient. In Hebrew, long nose is the word for patient. So God has a long nose, too. That, wow. well, I, I could go a lot of places. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think we should go to a clip is where I think we should go. Oh, so, whoopee. Yeah, whoopee. Whoopee. Yeah, so why don't you tell us a little bit about this clip, Robbie? Well, we dug deep for this one. You have to go to the very Muppet Christmas. Yes. But again, there's there's another example of someone speaking to God. And in this case, it was Kermit the Frog but to an extent. But it was actually Kermit's angel in this particular clip that is speaking to God, who's played by Whoopi Goldberg. And once again, we, f- we find some interesting things, but I, I want to point out that this is sort of a time lapse that you're listening to as God is reviewing Kermit's life, and so you're, you're hearing certain pieces of that. But the, uh, the angel that is representing Kermit in this particular case is uh, it's sort of like the angel Clarence in It's a Wonderful Life, and that he's going to take him on this road where he finds out what it was like if he'd never been born. Who dares disturb my peace? Don't you just love the big voice? It's so scary. Well, Danny L., do we have an appointment? No. But this is an emergency. It's about Kermit the Frog. Listen, I don't worry about him. He always does the right thing. Yeah, well, I'm afraid that if you don't help him, he may never do the right thing again. What? Can you please just take a look at this case, Your Honor, of Your Excellency, Your Bossiness? I really can't. I have this appointment with the Archangels. If you can convince me that Kermit needs my help, I'll send my best agent. Oh, thank you so much. But if you can't convince me that Kermit needs my help, you'll have to transfer all of my albums to MP3 files. Well, you have, like, every album ever recorded. Ever. Yeah. Plus imports. So you better be right about Kermit. Have a seat. What channel? 857-3296 and then press pound. Which one is pound? Is that the tic-tac-toe thing or the squiggly bug thing? Tic-tac-toe. Oh, you do it. Oh. Wow. You see what I'm talking about? Yeah. Cup of Joe sounds good right about now. How do you have coffee in a bush? Shrub. It's a shrub. When you write the laws of the universe, 
You know where all the loopholes are. Hence, I created a coffee shrub. You can't tell me that this is what you wanted to happen. It isn't. Hello, Fritz. We've got a problem on Earth. Can you prepare the transport for a field agent? <laughs> oh, great, great. Should I get Glenn on the horn? No. What? Me? No, no I, I'm the wrong guy. I'm gonna go get Glenn. I'm sorry. I, I'm the wrong guy for the job. See, I'm a numbers guy. People are too unpredictable. Danielle, you are the right guy. You have a real understanding of right and wrong and an innate sense of justice. You'll be fine. Now, get down there before he turns into a frog sickle. Go! So, Robbie, that's definitely a different version of God. <laughs> <clears throat> but still, you get to hear the playfulness, you know, the coffee shrub. I'd, I'd love to have a coffee shrub. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she's... She's playful and obviously not taking offense to the boss, you know, statement. And you know, there's a sense of, wow, I could be friends with this God. Yeah. And, and, and I think therein lies the opportunity for intimacy that is available in prayer that I think is a, a critical aspect of my relationship with God. At boot camps, when we do um, on Sunday, and most boot camps who do this, the talk on the mask on journey. It talks about when you get to be a sage, you're, you see God differently. You're friends with God. But it doesn't have to wait until you're that age. That's just a lot of times because people have lived enough life that they finally have, it's warmed down to where they say, now I get it, God. It's, it's offered to, to me at almost 54 and Sean at 27, you know, and everyone out there, that it's just how we see it. And there's something to learn here, I think, as far as, Men in general have a need to play because we're in the image of God. And our wives would really, really like it if we played more or found some way that they felt like they were involved in, in the play thing. And I was telling you about this in the show that Tammy, I did this. I found out about Shimley, which is see how much I love you if you take the letters. It's S-H-M-I-L-Y. And this old couple I heard about that they would write it in the dust in the mantle and they would write it all over the place. And she actually unrolled a whole roll of toilet paper and put it on the last sheet, which I think is hilarious. I mean, that's playing. That's, that's, that's fun. And it went so far as he wrote it on her casket because that was the way that they played. And, and I told Tammy about it and she, I could just see her eyes light up like, wow, that's cool. Well, the next morning. You know, we, we use Sweet and Low, and I, I, I took a toothpick, and I spent a lot of time to create this beautiful shimley. And, and ever since then, I mean, she just lit up like, wow, that is, that is cool. We, and it, it's been really, really fun to sit there and do that and, and have a place of, um, you know, playing, even if, you know, it was kind of stolen from somebody else's idea. Now I understand what it meant when you sent it in the email to me. <laughs> <laughs> See, guys like to play. <laughs> and I think that there's this fine line that guys can get lost in play. And I think sometimes women have seen that side of guys, that they kind of run from life and they go to run, play golf, or run to go do something, go hunt, go fish, whatever that might be, instead of keeping it in a healthy moderation. Because, you know, there's something about the heart that comes alive. Sean, when you're out doing some of those things you enjoy doing, 
that brings you back in a little bit better place, doesn't it? Yeah. It uh it takes my mind off of a lot of things that, that may have been held deep in. Um you know, you don't see what's bothering you until you actually let it come out and let it uh basically slap you in the face. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um you know, you, you mentioned your boot camp that uh I was able to go to that was an awesome experience and i mean that right there just opened my eyes to many 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 things and it helped with a lot of things that were down deep inside that i wasn't allowing to come up you know uh, y'all asked me earlier uh, have i seen god be playful and i said no but then uh, i asked him i said just a few minutes ago i said you know have you have you been playful and i just didn't know and quick story is I was in Franklin for drill, and there's a Christian bookstore down there in Franklin, North Carolina. And I say, well, you know, it's Mother's Day coming up. I know Mom would really like something. So I go in there. I look for this simple little, you know, Mother's Day gift. Well, I find a little book, and I'm like, okay, well, you know. And then I get directed towards the Bibles, and I was like, okay, well, hey, there's some nice stuff over here. And I was like, something hit me. Well, I've been wanting to study. Well, let me. here's a study Bible. Okay. Well, I don't want that to get messed up. And, well, God's like, well, you need something to cover it up. So I got a, a book cover, <laughs> yeah, a Bible cover. So I was like, all right, that's cool. So I was walking around. I still haven't got my mom something. So then I see a little uh, a children's book. And our, our boss is uh, working on getting uh, a new family member. And I was like, man, his he would really like that. So I end up getting a, a book for a child. <laughs> and And then it dawn on me i was like oh well you know uh mother's day is coming up uh, i mean i ain't got no <laughs> and i don't have any kids but my, my fiance she's got a dog and dang near is, is her child and <laughs> well let me get her something and then i know get my mom something so here i come with a stack of books it's about 10 <laughs> feet high and i walk up to the counter and i say all right well i came in here for one now here's this mm-hmm. so I, I just laughed and i said that's that's uh, that's crazy how he just uh throws a lot at you and he does um he does it's funny how he'll just kind <clears> of <throat> trick is the wrong word but bait you to come yep. in you know and i mean bait in a very good way to come in and just get on this adventure whether it's a small one or a large one god will call you into it and it can be playful along the way it doesn't have to always be serious there's a time to be serious and god was serious at times mm-hmm. but if we're made in his image as my friend jim said we're made in his image and we have humor, we have playfulness, then why wouldn't he? Right? So, Robbie, you can say anything funny you'd like to. I I'm trying to get my nose shorter. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Go to org to register for the boot camp coming up November 9th through 12th. Again, that's November 9th through 12th. org.